What's going on, golf addicts? It's the Tour Junkies podcast for the Wells Fargo Championship 2022 from TPC Potomac at Avenel Farm. I'm DB. Who are you? I am Pat. Hello. Hello, Pat. Hello, Patrick. Uh, Hi. What's the podcast choose tonight, buddy? I am drinking a little fat tire beer again this week. Mm, I'm going to Planet Tito's tonight. I'm Tito's and Soda. But you know what, Pat? I had a feeling you might be going to Planet Tito's this evening. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. We don't. Do we need to start off with such anger? Yeah, we do. There, I am tired of no long shots winning this year. I'm tired of it. John Rahm wins at three and a half to one, which we said, listen, if you miss it, no biggie. Get, go get that betting an NBA game or doing something on Price Pick, which, mm-hmm. by the way, by the way, on Tuesday's free heavy petting email that hit your inbox, I gave a, a Price Picks power play that turned $100 into $500, a five, 5X return, which was better than your John Rom return. And it was all free right there in the heavy petting email. And if you're not subscribed to the Chalk Bomb heavy petting list, I don't know what you're doing. But I'm still mad at it because... There have been 18 PGA Tour events in 2022, the year of our Lord. And in those 18 PGA Tour events, there have only been trace, trace, triple-digit winners. That's it. Hudson Swafford, which I hit at 250 to 1. Get it. Sepp Straka, which you hit it at 140 to 1. And JJ spawned at 150 to 1, which we were both kind of checked out. It was the week before the Masters. I was caddying at Anwa. That's it. Other than that, it's been favorites and mid, mid-tier guys, and I am sick of it. And I know we've got a stronger field here at Wells Fargo than we did last week, but I, I am mad about it. I'm wearing the long shot season jacket. I'm bringing in some, some good vibes, and I'm so mad. You know, back in the old days, they used to tear their clothes to show they were mad. I'm going shirtless tonight. Oh, my gosh. I am raw dog in the long shot season jacket, and I am going to get some juju into the PGA Tour winner circle, okay? I'm tired of it, and I want a long shot winner this week, at least 75 to 1. I'm not even asking for a triple digit. I want like 70, 75 to 1 minimum. I'm tired of it. I think you can get that this week. I think you can get that. Now, 200 to 1... I don't think that's happening. 250 to 1 just makes me so mad. Anyway, we are presented to you by our friends at Covers. Winning starts at Covers.com, all right? It's where, it's where sports bettors have been going for over 25 years. 20 million sports bettors annually visit Covers.com for the free picks, the free articles, the free podcasts, all the free resources, the free tools, the betting odds, the, the line shopping, all the things. The Tour Junkies article, which also, by the way, crushed it last week, hit two out of three underdog matchups, and hit both top 20 bets at plus 175 and plus 250. No big deal, but we did do that over there. The only place that you can get the covers, the TJ head-to-head matchup top 20 article, right there on covers.com. Drops every Tuesday afternoon. Check it out. Um, but, you know, they've got the forum with over 500,000 members. They've been doing it a long time. This is not some fly-by-night, you know, betting, you know, betting content site, okay? So go to covers.com. That's where winning starts. And thank you to Covers for sponsoring the podcast. And, Pat, as we look ahead to this Wells Fargo championship, you know, we've seen Avenel Farm before. In fact, you know what I did today, Pat, part of my research process, now that I'm full-time DB? Yeah, what did you do? Because I probably was not able to do this. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, put out, I put out a video, uh, and, a, and it's on the podcast feed for audio only, just breaking down everything you need to know, nothing you don't about TPC Potomac at Avenel Farm, including some stats, some trends, some player quotes from back in the day. Because they did Wait, play this course. Did, did, you didn't like bring out an old Nintendo and play no. PGA play because that was one of the major one of the courses on PGA Tour back in the day. Yes, I did mention that in one of my videos today. I don't remember which one, but I didn't do you that. You didn't do that. Okay. Um, but I did break out an old Tour Junkies podcast from 2018, the Quicken Loans National, where you and I broke it down. And buddy, we've come a long, a long way. However, I will say. We hit Francesco Molinari that, that week. Uh, in fact, yours truly was all over Francesco, and he won by eight shots. Um, so that was back in our winning ways. So maybe we'll get some juju from that. But it was crazy to listen to the awful audio quality of our show still in 2018, three years after we had started the show. 
three years after we started the show, we still sounded like absolute just 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 trash, just trash. Um, but I picked up some good things. You you had your course breakdown. That was when you were doing your course breakdown on the reg, and yeah. it was okay. It helped me out a little bit. It wasn't great. It wasn't great if I'm honest, um, but it did help me out a little bit. Man, you're just like coming with all kinds of anger and hate, <laughs> and and like you've mentioned yours truly like three times. What? Well, so uh, just with the Hudson Swafford bet, and then the and then the Francesco bet from you know three years ago. That's okay. how long it feels since I've hit the last one. Uh, anyway, I did some research on it. If you want to check it out, you can you can hop up in the YouTube uh, video or wherever you listen to podcasts. But it's a, it's a it's a pretty course. It's a cool course. Um, big redesign in 2015. So while they used to host you know the, a tour event there regularly back in the early 2000s, it is much different now. Uh, and I'm excited to see it. We obviously know Quail Hollow is setting up to host the President's Cup in September, which is the same weekend that our live golf event at Mountain Valley in Pennsylvania is going to be held in a legal gambling state. So if you can bet your bottom, your bottom doctors that, you know, we're going to be betting on college football, the NFL, and the President's Cup at our live event. But Quail Hollow is doing that, so TPC Avenel Farm is stepping up. I hope TPC Avenel Farm gets, gets more looks in the coming years. I, I really do. I think it should. It's a, it's a really good course. It's difficult. Um, I think you mentioned it on the course preview uh, YouTube video that um, it's, you know, I think it plays as one of the hardest non-major courses uh, when they play, they play tournaments here. And when Molinari, Molinari won, he obliterated the field by yeah. eight shots. Every, like, he won at 21 under. Everybody else yeah. was, you know, less than that. So There's only a handful of guys at 10 under or better. Yeah. And it was, We're also going to get some pretty bad yeah. weather this week, I think. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I think that's going to make some stuff interesting. Uh, I want to talk more about that when we get to the prize pick segment at the end of the show. Uh, if you're watching live, thank you for watching live. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up, please. If you don't mind, give it a like. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I have the question of the day or the question of the week in the comment section is, did you watch the Mexico? I'm curious how many people actually watched it given the field or were you intrigued by the new golf course? Um, so did you watch it? Yes or no. And then maybe one thought or takeaway, one take, one opinion that you have about the tournament, John Rahm, the golf course, Mexico open, whatever. What's, what's a take? What's an opinion on that? Slide up in the comments. Let us know. All right, Pat, top of the betting board. Let's take a look up to 25 to one. Uh, Roy McIlroy opens up as our favorite at eight and a half to one on DraftKings. Corey Connors there at 16 to one. You got uh, Fitz, Hatton, Henley, and Leishman all at 20 to 1. And then Seamus Power and Tony Finau at 25 to 1 on DraftKings. Obviously, highly recommend you do some shopping, right? Shop the lines. But uh, starting there, um, Pat, what are we, what do you, what do you think you're going to do here in this, in this top tier range? Who you digging? Who you fading? What do you think about attacking the top of the board? Well, you know, I, First off, you know, even though last week we saw a guy like um, that's that's distracting, DB, when you're showing Sorry. your chest, Sorry. your bare chest, when I'm trying to give some serious Sorry. information to the folks here. Okay. Um, you know, I, I know we saw the betting favorite win last week in John Rahm. You know, Rory is the betting favorite this week. I, I I don't really have any interest in him. I don't necessarily know if this is like a great course fit for him. I mean, I like Rory with the driver in his hands where he can be aggressive with the driver. And I just don't know if this is really the course for him to do that. You got to be pretty accurate off the tee. If you miss off the tee, um, you're not really in great shape. So I worry about that a little bit with Rory. I think the guy that a lot of people are going to center around and, and de definitely for, you know, DFS purposes, they will, which in, in betting, it doesn't matter what ownership is. And I think this guy's going to be high owned, but I don't care. Uh, because I want to bet him, and you can get him at twenty to one actually on BetMGM, and that's Corey Connors. I think this is a great course fit for Corey Connors. If you can get that twenty to one number, I like it. Even if it's less, if it's sixteen to one, like we just flashed up for DK, I'm still okay with that. I like twenty to one for Corey Connors. The guy's an excellent ball striker. You know, accurate off the tee, great on approach. Um, so I, you know, he certainly struggles with the putter, but still, Corey Connors twenty to one. He is is definitely one of my favorite plays this week. And then the only other guy in this category that I would look at 
as much as I hate to say it as Matthew Fitzpatrick at 22 to one. Why I do you think, hate to say that? I don't know. It's just because I feel like he never wins when I pick him or wins at all. Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't win on the PJ Tour, that's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how many DP World Tour podcasts you're doing on the side yeah. picking him, but but he does, you know, he does fit the bill here when you're looking at ball striking. He's top 20 in the field. He's 21st in approach. You know, he's he's top 20 in fairways gained, so very accurate off the tee. Uh, fourth in par four scoring. Mid-range, you know, top 60 in putting on bent grass green. So I think Fitzy at 22 to 1 is also a good play in here. I guess for the avoid, it would be, I don't know, because it's so, uh, like, the different, the books have a lot of disagreement this week. And I'm going to talk about one player where there's some major disagreement here in a little bit. Um, so it's really kind of hard to pigeon, pigeonhole guys that are less than 25 to 1 because some of them are higher than that on other books. Um, like, for instance, Russell Henley. He's 20 to 1 on DK, but he's 33 to 1 on BetMGM. So I guess I'll just say Rory because I don't have anything else better to say. Yeah, and I was looking at, so at TBC Avenel Farm, the course record is held by three guys, Abraham Anser, Francesco Molinari, and Kevin Strillman, all shot 62s in 2018. Uh, Also in 2018, the next best uh, scoring record would be J.J. Spawn and Andrew Landry shot 63. None of those guys do what Rory McIlroy does. None of them, right? And it's not to say that, that, you know, super bombers can't play well here. In fact, I'm going to give you a handful of them here uh, in just a little bit, or at least on the DK show, I've got a handful of them. But it definitely takes away Rory's greatest weapon, I think, which is obviously the driver. Um, and I think it's just going to make him think a little bit on a few of these holes. There's, some, there's definitely some, you know, shorter par fours. There's a drivable par four. I think it's number 14. Um, there's, but there's a couple of long par fives that I don't even know that Rory's going to get to especially if this weather that's coming in is going to make this golf course a little bit softer. Um, that, that's going to be even harder to get to these par fives. I think the shortest par five is like 590, uh, and the other one's like six-something. So it can definitely happen. Um, but I, don't, I, I think you're right. With the price that Rory is, I'm not going to play a favorite here. It's long shot season. I'm wearing the long shot season, no shirt. Why are you smiling, Pat? You're already in the chat. What, what is it, Pat? You share with the class. Mother. No, I'm not. I was. I am not. I'm. I'm actually um, laughing at a text that you and I got because they were listening to the show because they texted me earlier. You and I both, and I laughed at that, and they noticed that I laughed at it during the show. Yes. So, they, they but know, here, by they the way, you have ADD. If Rory plays well this week, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta restructure some things about Rory for the rest of the year because not only has he played well at the Masters, which is a course that's you know, a great fit for him. Then he's played well on a course like this, which we probably would agree is, is not the greatest fit for his game. You know, things are then, you know, in, in go category here for, for Rory to, to do extremely well the rest of the year, which I think he will do. But yeah. I think this will be an interesting week to watch him and watch his play. Yeah. I mean, I think he can definitely play well here. I just, I'm not going to take him at seven and a half to one, eight and a half to one, whatever he is. A lot of agreement here with with me. Um, I had Connors written down as well on MGM at twenty to one. Fitzpatrick at twenty two to one, um, and I, I am a little intrigued again by Finau at twenty five to one on DraftKings and points bet. Uh, Finau, dude, his irons last week in Mexico were killer. I think he gained like eight and a half strokes on approach. He was the second ranked player in the field. And if you're thinking, damn, he gained eight and a half strokes on approach, who gained more than that? And there is a guy, and I talked him up last week, and I'm going to talk him up again this week. But Finau's irons are back, and his short game last week, which his, his around-the-green play typically has been one of the things that he's always done really well, and he's been underrated for, but it has left him in 2022. And just last week, he had another good week around the greens, and I think that's going to be important here. These, these are you know tougher greens to hit, tougher golf course. You're going to have to scramble a little bit. So Finau at 25-1 to 1 is interesting. I will also say this, another, you know, it feels like lately with some of these shorter odds, uh, you know, up, up at the top, if you're somebody that likes to bet those, I think you need to start looking at these early because like just last week is a great example. We had some names and I guess it didn't really come from the short range, but more the mid range, like Cam Champ and Aaron Wise are, are two that I'm thinking of in particular. When I did like the live reaction show, those were two names I brought up. Cam Champ was like 75 to one. And then, but when 
you know, when Thursday teed off, he was like 45 to one. And then he was in contention until late on Sunday. Aaron Wise was longer as well and shortened a lot. Corey Connors is one that's already shortened quite a bit today. I think DraftKings rolled him out pretty short, like 20 or 25 to one. But FanDuel, I believe at one point earlier today, had him at like 37 to one or 26 to one or something like that. So you can definitely get some value, I think, on some of these you know, top end players if you look around early on Monday uh, and do some line shopping for sure. I think the fade for me in here, other than Rory, is also Terrell Hat. I'm, I'm, I'm not the, the the ball striking the the off the tee game for Hatton has been dreadful. He is almost dead last in this field in fairways gained. He's almost dead last in any sort of long iron metric that you want to look at. He's not avoiding bogeys very well. Um, he's not doing that either. It's very obviously very putter dependent. The irons have been solid, but that's about it. And 20 to 1, I'd much rather have Connors. I'd much rather have Fitzpatrick or Finau for sure. So that's the top of the board for me. Um, now, Pat, I want to get to the mid-range. But I, I do need to tell some people that, uh, you know, you've got, a, you've got a career ahead of you, obviously, in tour junkies. Because we're going to make Pat full-time one of these days. But on the side, you know, a lot of people don't know, you are the fantasy golf sommelier. You fancy yourself, mm-hmm. you know, a very good wine connoisseur, alcohol connoisseur, if you will. Yes. But you are also, you know, becoming, you're, you're a blossoming barista, honestly. You know, you got your big spaceship uh, coffee machine in the morning. I do. I Christmas. finally got what is, what is a, you know, a coffee machine that any barista such as myself should have. Yeah, and you're learning, and you're doing a great job, I yeah. hear. And I've had a cup of that coffee. It's delicious. You're working on your designs, you know. You've, you've sent me a couple of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one of them looked like a cock and balls. It looked like something in an Austin Powers reference. It was an accident. One I of them. Trying for something different. Yep. One of them like an amoeba. And I don't know what you're trying to make there. Maybe an amoeba. Were you trying to do an amoeba? No, time? I was trying to do an amoeba. I mean, okay. uh, look, an amoeba is an art form to make mm-hmm. an accurate amoeba. Okay. Anyway, your coffee game is stepping up a notch. And I'm pumped because we have now partnered for an extensive partnership with Front Nine Coffee. Okay. Front Nine Coffee, born and bred right here in Augusta, Georgia, fresh as, fresh as shit, okay? Real fresh coffee, right? You order it today, guess what? Your beans that you ordered are probably still green. And then they get roasted in the morning. They're going to be fresh. You're not sitting in some bag like Starbucks or that crappy buy in the grocery store getting gassed up, you know? Getting mm-hmm. gassed up like, you know, like Marshawn Lynch or something. Uh, I don't know why I thought of Marshawn Lynch, but... Um, you know, your coffee stays fresh. It, it stays real fresh, and um, they're going to start doing, Pat, are you excited? They're going to do, a, they're gonna do a, a Pat, a Tour Junkies blend just for us. I, I cannot, I can't contain my excitement about yeah. this because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a lot of us. Like, they're going to infuse DB and Pat into mm. the coffee blend. I think like, mainly you're you, gonna, but yes. You're going you're gonna to be waking up in the morning making a good cup of coffee, drinking it, and you're going to like you're going to feel like tour junkies and yes. victory and long shots and everything. Yes. Like it's going to be great. Uh it's small batch artisan coffee. It's roasted daily and ground to order just for you. So if you want to pick, you know, like Pat's going to get the whole bean so he can do his thing. But you know, if you need it, you know, finely ground, coarse ground, whatever, you they can do it. They can handle it for you. It gets done the day you order it. And then it's shipped to you quickly, so it gets to your doorstep. They ship anywhere in the U.S. They'll ship in Canada for all our Canadian folks. Just go to front9coffee.com. That's F-R-O-N-T-9, the number nine, coffee.com. The beans are imported from the finest growing regions around the world and roasted in Greenville, South Carolina. So uh, it's beautiful, man. They got flavors like Match Play, Pick It Up Pecan. Okay, and it's pecan. It ain't pecan. Lauderdale Light Roast, Captain's Choice Kahlua Caramel. Uh, and then fried Ooh, egg breakfast. That sounds blend. good. The captain's choice. Mm. Yeah, the captain's choice is good. I've already had that one. I've been I've been hitting that uh, light roast in the morning. That's kind of what I've been doing. I, I hadn't done the fried uh, fried egg breakfast blend yet, but I like that light roast. If you use promo code TJ10, you get ten percent off your order. Uh, support these folks because listen, they are they are going in. You know, they're diving headfirst with the tour junkies. Possibly a mistake on their part. Okay. They are supporting us for quite some time. We're appreciative. They're also going to support the live golf event in September. Very appreciative of that. You'll probably be getting some fresh coffee served from them there, as well as maybe an Irish coffee later on if you, if you want it at the mm-hmm. event. Um, 
and uh, they're just, you know, they're, they're doing us right. They're going to help us create our own label. Pat's going to be a coffee guy, like on a bag. I mean, how great is, how great is that? We're going to get a Pat. It's going to be beautiful, man. Yeah, did you ever think you'd come this far in your dreams, Pat? I, I never made it this far in my dreams mm. that I would be on a coffee bag. Mm. Well, thank you to Front Nine for, for stepping up. We yeah. appreciate it. Front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10. Let's get it. All right, um, middle of the betting board, kind of up to the 75 to 1 range. I like this range a lot, Pat. Uh, and I think it's got to start. And here's a name I think if you can bet it now, I think you bet it now. Um, well, I guess, I guess he's at the top of the board here in this range on DraftKings, but he's longer on FanDuel as Cameron Young. So he's sitting here at 28 to 1 on DraftKings along with Max Homa. He is 41 to 1 on FanDuel. Last I checked, right before the show started. Uh, I like that. You got. Gary Woodland, who had a good week, uh, decent week in Mexico, ball striking anyway at 35 to 1. Paul Casey's at 40 to 1, making his return after withdrawing from the Masters with an injury. Be interesting to see what, uh, what he says. Our boy Siwoo Kim at 40 to 1. Patrick Reed, who had a decent week at 40 to 1. Uh, Sepp Straka, the, the last bet we hit, which feels like ages ago, he's at 40 to 1. Webb Simpson's coming back. Jason Day is back, 50 to 1. Matt Kuchar's back, and he's got uh, Brian Reed on the back for him. Brian Reed was the caddy when Kyle Stanley won here in 2017. Now, listen, if, if, uh, if you can lead Kyle Stanley to victory, you damn good. You know what I mean? So, B. Reed, shout out to B. Reed. He's on Matt Kuchar's back. Our buddy Joel Damon, of course, is 60-1. to one. Doug Gim down there at 65. So, that's kind of the mid-range here. But I like Cameron Young. I like the value at Cam Young at 41-1. to one. And listen, he's a bomber, yes. Um, but finished third at the RBC Heritage. I still, I'm, I'm, I definitely believe the Bombers can still play really well here. I'm just saying the guys that have shot the lowest scores out here were not necessarily Bombers, but I like Cam Young a lot. I like the promise. I think he's ready to win on tour. He's probably very familiar and very comfortable on bent grass greens, being a Northeastern, you know, New York. Well, I think he, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, like West Bank guy. Isn't that where uh, Sleepy Hollow is? His dad was the, the director of golf or the head pro at Sleepy Hollow, which is a, majorly awesome golf course. Um, Wait, who is this? Cameron Young. Cameron Young, yeah. I like Young this week, too. Yeah. I'm with you. So I think you grab that on FanDuel because I think that's going to get bet down. Sam, I don't know what that is. Sam's putting strange names of towns yeah, in I've the chat. Yeah, I've never even heard of that, Sam. Terrytown? What, what? Sounds like something from a movie. Back it up, Terry. Back it up. Put it reverse, Terry. That's all Terry I know. Terrytown! That's all I know. Put it reverse, Terry. What you, what you, what you, what you, what you doing, Terry? You ever seen that? That's the funniest video on the internet. Um, 41 to 1. I think you better get, get on that now. It's not going to stay there. And then I see Homa on points bet at 45 to 1. And I like that. And I haven't been, I haven't been on Max Homa a lot lately. But he's, he's checking a lot of boxes for me. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think he's ready to, I think he's ready to do a little something over here. So I like Homa at 45. And Straka at 65 to 1, I'm liking, and Siwoo at 50 to 1. Siwoo's 50 to 1 on MGM. Straka's 65 to 1 on FanDuel. I really like those four powerhouses there. And, and, you know, none of those guys are short hitters by any means, but ball striking is there. I was surprised to see Siwoo's driving accuracy numbers on Fantasy National or Fairways gain numbers were actually very, very solid. Uh, He actually, in my little first run model, Max Homa's fifth overall, and Siwoo Kim is sixth overall in my initial model here. So I like, those, I like the value on those guys a lot. Um, and Sepp's number four in my model. So the four, five, and six guys right there uh, in this range at, you know, 50, 50 and 65 to one. You know, before you became full-time DB, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like you didn't, like, say my model as I much know. now you say my model more i know I, like i've been going to you've become a model guy since you've, yeah. you've become full-time db well you know i wasn't going to tell you this pat but when i became full-time db i got invited to like these uh secret meetings that go down i, I know are you with like the model people now yeah yeah we have these secret meetings we um we meet in uh we actually meet in like you know i think it's like brian kirshner's basement or something his mom's there she she brings us snacks and little beanie weenies and stuff but uh, it's, it's all the full-time diehard model makers. And um, you, you only get invited, though, if you're a full-time tout. And you're, you got to be really touted. You have to have a nice backlight. Um, and, you know, you're almost there, buddy. You, one of these days you'll be there, but you're not there yet. So I wasn't going to tell you, but that is, that is the case. Sorry. That's, so that's what happens? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And we all bounce models off each other and we, you know, we, uh, we do a little model, model comparison. You know, we tinker with models. Rick Gaiman teaches a class uh every other week um, do y'all get in like model arguments oh yeah yeah there, yeah there's some heated debates in there but you know i'm I'm still a rookie in there still like my <laughs> month too so I, I really i don't really say much i just kind of you know i just you know you know me you're not ready to to that, you're not ready to get to that point where you're like you know you yeah. know trying to be like a you know a model like you you just like you're so confident in your model that like somebody hates on your model you're not you know you're going to just tell them that they suck. You can't do that at this point. Yeah. I mean, part of the, part of the steps that you learn in this is that you actually, first of all, before you can really debate the model in the meetings, you have to take it to the streets a little bit. So that's why like I throw it out in some of the videos and I hit you with it because I know, you know, if I can handle your reaction, then I can handle the reaction of like Pat Mayo and Feinberg and those guys. Um, but I, I, I'm getting close. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm almost there. I definitely don't feel like the smartest kid in the room, but you know, I'm a veteran. So, uh, even though I haven't been full time for a long time, I've been in the game for a minute, and um, so I feel like eventually I can, you know, get these young young whippersnappers, you know, you attention, know, trusting the old guy a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But one of these days right. you'll well, be there, dude. You'll be there. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we well, hop we I, hop on game as jet, and he just flies us to uh, Kirchner's house. That's that's fantastic. Um, I don't ever want to be on that jet. Not not nothing against that. <laughs> nothing against. <laughs> I just I, I like to beat to my, I like to beat to my own drum, you know, be on my own jet, you know. No, listen, I mean, I guess it's because I have time, dude. Damn, I mean, I got time on Monday, you know. It's like everything I do every week is all just condensed into Tuesday and Wednesday, and this like big ass contentathon of my typing fingers just going all crazy Tuesday through Wednesday. So Monday, I'm like, oh, I really got I really got a bunch of time to sit here and do research. I don't have to yeah. fake, fake like I'm doing real work. So. You know, I, at that point, you know, I start thinking like, well, damn, maybe I should really like really think about my model here and not just pull up the stats I like, but like build out the model and give it some percentages and blah, blah, blah. So that's what I've been doing. You know, I mean, I, now listen, I haven't been going, I haven't been going crazy on it, but I, you should look if you're, if you're, you know, you're doing this full time, you got to bring, bring that heat. Um, so yeah. let me, let me, let me talk about my guys. All right. They're not all model based, but actually some of them were just like you. I liked Siwoo, uh, right there around fifty to one. I think is a good number for him. I like Seamus Power at forty to one. Now Seamus has had a fantastic year. I looked at that. Um, he we have not seen. That's him what I don't like. That's what I don't like since the Masters. Yeah, like where where what Seamus been doing, man? Like where you been? We've had, but I mean. Wasn't that his first Masters, and he goes out in his T twenty seven? Oh, that's yeah. not that's not bad. I, at it's all. not bad at all. I just I'm like, what's Seamus been doing? Why has he been hiding? What's been going on? And now it's like, you know, he's just coming out the shadows. I, don't, I think I, he's hiding. It so makes he can me come nervous. out and win this week. You know, he's coming out the hole and he's going to win. Is he going to yeah. win though? Like first event since the Masters? Like I bet he just went home and like decompressed for a little bit. And I don't know. I, that worried I me a little can. bit. But you know what? He is a great putter, by the way. Top 20 in the field putting on bent grass greens. He's top 50 in driving accuracy, top 50 in ball striking. He's we know he's putter. had a great season. I think Seamus Power at 40 to 1. Uh, I like that a lot. Here's a guy that I think is interesting. And I wonder if it's just because is does does DraftKings Sportsbook know something that we don't? Mm. Because Troy Merritt. Nope. Is thirty five to one on DraftKings? Holy but he's, sh! Really? But he's seventy five to one on FanDuel. Why would what's he going be thirty five to one? What's going on here? Like, why is Troy Merritt thirty five to one? Like, what do they know? So I want to, I want to get what him at do they know? To one okay, because but, something's but, going on here. Now he has been in good form look at troy merritt's form i don't care what his form is if it is not he's won back-to-back -to -back golf tournaments there's no reason troy merritt should be 35 to 1 in this field i would fourth argue at, he shouldn't have been 35 to 1 in last week's field i'm just saying fourth at valero 12th at the heritage it's troy merritt it's amish troy and i'm telling you i agree but it's why would you why would you not take him at 75 to 1 when another like smart person Sitting in a cubicle or a desk or whatever is looking at all the odds that they're going to make this week is going to put them at 35 to 1. There's a difference there. Hold on, though. Or, or, you know, DraftKings loves live events. 
You know, they love going to live events. We're, we're talking to them about our live event. They like these live event activations, right, where they can go and get you get in your face and sell you live on the DraftKings Sportsbook, get you to download the app, make a deposit, get a bonus, start gambling money, right? Maybe so Pennsylvania's a legal gambling state. DraftKings is in Pennsylvania. Maybe, I'm putting two and two together here. I used to watch a lot of Criminal Minds back in the day. Maybe they know that the Amit, that maybe they have an activation event with the Amish community that we would never guess they'd have. But there's probably some, you know what, just like we have our tout meetings, there's probably some young whippersnappers in the Amish community that love a little bit of technology, might have an iPhone hidden under a hay bale somewhere, and they like to do a little gambling. And they're having a little meeting that they've invited DraftKings to and said, yo, psh, psh, you know, you can get some live activation in the Amish community right here. And then DraftKings knows that the Amish people love Troy Merritt because he looks like their people. And then now they are setting the line you know, they're, they're setting the hook in, in, the, in the mouth of the Amish kids, knowing, stay with me here, knowing that they'll jump on that Tro- Troy Merritt number. Or, or somebody's in on something and DraftKings knows that Troy Merritt is a favorite of the Amish, and so everything is going to be showing favoritism to him on this, that's what I'm this saying, event. and so, so no, so, but, but, so these, so, Fanduel has got this seventy-five to one odds number on them. Clearly, they Fanduel's like not people. in on it. They don't understand. They don't know that there's going to be favoritism towards everything Troy Merritt does this week. So that's what I'm saying. You you jump on Troy Merritt because Fanduel doesn't know about all the Amish connections. I think in either scenario, I do not jump on Troy Merritt. I do not. Okay, in either way. Normally, I, I'm normally I've I don't mind little Troy Merritt. I don't know. Okay, not today. That's all I got. Not really. today. Um, uh, I also like. I mean, I like. Um, do you think Doug Gim could get his first PGA Tour win here? He played well last week. Continues to hit the ball well. He's at seventy to one. Kind of like Gim. I, I like I like Gim. I, I I'm kind of gravitated more towards him in uh in in DFS. Same with Sap. Although I do like Seth oh, Strackups. No, 65 I like Seth to 65 one is really good for him. He's rolling right now, dude. He, he really is. Rolling. All right, let's uh let's get to the to the longer range here. Up to 130 to 1. Starting off with the local boy, Denny McCarthy. Very familiar with this with this golf course, this area. Uh CT Pan, everyone's favorite. Adam Long, who somehow managed to have a good week last week. I I I literally went off on Adam Long in the nut hut on the Wednesday night live chat, and I apologize. Um Kevin Strillman. Well, you were wrong because oh, I, was I, wrong. I liked Adam Long and he finished pretty well. Hmm. Kevin Strillman, one of the co course record holders, uh, 80 to 1. You got uh, Aaron Rye down there at 80 to 1. Honor Bon Lahiri, 100 to 1. Cam Davis, Molinari, Bo Hostler, 100 to 1. Lipsky, 100 to 1. Brandon Wu, Matt Naismith, 100 to 1. I like this crowd right here. This is. A range I really like. I, I I got a couple names over one thirty to one, but I like a lot of names in here. I, I think this is where the winner is going to come. God, I, please let it happen. And I hope I hope this is where it comes from. But I think you're right. This please is where let the it happen. Go ahead. Who you like? I'll let you start. All right, I'll start with. I love I mean, this range. How do I not start with CT Pan? Nope, I don't like that one. I'm a fan of CT Pan. Eighty to one. I can't get on. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. Like it's like. What is it? I, I can't do it. I never can. I don't know. I mean, the, the dude is a very solid golfer, plays well on courses like this. Um, so I don't, I don't know why you couldn't really get on CT Pan, to maybe, be honest. Maybe you just haven't done a great job selling me. Maybe people, I mean, where is he in your model? Maybe people in the comments. Like, let's let's let me pull look. him up in let your me, model. Let me look. Get your model up and tell let me, me where he is in your model. People in the comments, sell me on CT Pan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Pat, maybe I should redo the model. See, where is he? See, okay, this is where there's a problem. This, okay, guys. No, 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 no. no, no. You're part of the model on, people hold, now. I know, I know. You hold need on. to trust your model. Hold on, I'm about, I'm about to help the people. You know, we've never claimed to be experts at this. Never once, okay? That's why we don't sell you our picks. We don't, you know, everything on the websites, there's no paywall, right? We have never done this. And, you know, 
So I'm going to admit a mistake here. I'm going to admit that there are sometimes in the betting DraftKings world, you have blind spots for things, right? Like you just have blind spots for people. And some of it's subconscious. Some of it you're aware of. Uh, some of it you think you have a good reason for. Some, I don't know. But I clearly have a blind spot for CT Pan. I can't ever. It's like I don't see him because he is 10th in my model. See? CT Pan, yes. And I can't. I just, I literally, if you'd have asked me what he was in my model, I'd been like, uh, I don't know, like probably 50th. I, I, and I, I looked at this crap all day today. So I, I just, there are, there, are thing, there are players out there. Maybe we need to, you know what, maybe part of therapy for this is we just need to write their names down on a sheet of paper. You know, write them out. Like admit, you know, write it down. Admit who you have a blind spot that you can't see and you won't give credit to somehow subconsciously. One of mine is CT Pan, okay? And then maybe we need to do something with it. I don't know if we light it on fire like you would at like a church camp or something. That might be a that might be the opposite of what you need to do. Or maybe you just need to like look at that list and you know pray for him every day or something. Or I I don't know. Maybe you need to send him a handwritten letter like a like a fan note or something. I don't know. But somehow I have to rid myself of the CT Pan block because I do have a block. Granted, it's not like it's yeah. cost me a lot through the years. Like what's he done? What's he really ever done? Not much. I mean, he's won a tournament before. A tournament? Like, I'm not missing anything by that. Still, okay. But he, well, he is checking a lot of You're wanting boxes. to get some longer shot wins this week. We're talking through some guys that could give you a longer shot win. I know he won, Sam. I know he won. I said he won. He won Here. a event one time. And there's a lot of people I'm about to talk about that haven't won a single event. So one of them is Denny McCarthy. You mentioned him earlier. He's at 100 to 1. I like Denny McCarthy this week. By the way, third in the field, putting on bent grass greens. He is 30th in par four scoring, which is one of the stats that I looked at. Um, you know, I think, I think Denny McCarthy at 7,300, or sorry, that's the DFS show. Sorry. 100 to 1. I get confused sometimes between the two shows, DB. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, I did. A couple other guys that are like Brandon Wu coming off of a good. Good start last week. Yep. yep, yep like yep. him a lot at 100 to 1. He played really, um, really well. He really did. And I think he is going to be kind of a future stud on tour. So I, I like Brandon Wu there. I don't know if they're up yet because they weren't up at the start of the show. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're still not up. There's no top 20s up. What is going on? But yeah, I, top I especially like him as a top 20. Is he ready to win yet? I don't know. Like, even though he had a high finish last week, he didn't really, he wasn't like in contention. He just, made a late charge on Sunday. It was like a low, I mean, was he like 64 bogey free or something on Sunday, which is great, but a top 20 for sure. But it is a hundred to one. Like it's attractive. Yeah. I like, I think I the like top twenties aren't out yet because there's such weather disagreement stuff? from the books out yeah. there on some of this stuff, uh, but, or maybe they're wanting to see what this weather is going to do. I don't know who, who, who knows. Um, couple others. Anirban Lahiri is at a hundred to one. Don't, don't has been playing fantastic this year. Don't hate it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that he is a good play for this week. Um, I like how he's playing. I think a course like this is a good course fit for him. I like him. The last one I'll throw out there is Mark Hubbard yeah. at 100. Wait. Yeah, he's 130 to 1. I like Hubbard right there. I don't like that. Okay. Um, Brandon Wu, for sure, I had written down. Matt Naismith at 100 to 1. Don't know how you can ignore Naismith. Um, you know, found himself in contention late at the Valspar. Ball striking checks every single box you can imagine. Long irons, wedge play, throw scan approach, hitting fairways, has plenty of distance, um, avoids bogeys, just no short game. But, you know, we see it all the time. No short game, all of a sudden shows up one week with short game, and boom, bam, thank you, ma'am. He's won. 100 to 1 on DraftKings. I like that. David Lipsky, 100 to 1. I've been talking him up. I said last week, I feel like in the next 12 months, David Lipsy's going to win a golf tournament. He played really well last week. I think he had like a top 10 finish or something like that. I can't remember. But he played really well last week, and he was number one in the field in strokes gained approach. He gained nine and a half strokes approach last week. Nine and a half. That is, what you're, that is going to set up nicely anywhere. But at a course like this, tough greens to hit in regulation. If you can hit these greens in regulation and gain strokes on that approach play, you are going to have way more opportunities. And those opportunities, that's what Francesco Molinari did to everybody when he just bludgeoned the field in 2018. Uh, he made a bunch of putts, but he had a ton of opportunities. He just, 
dinked and dunked his way, fairways, greens, fairways, greens, and made putt. I love Lipsky at 100 to 1. Um, I, I think the guy has real win equity. He's won on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's won on the DP World Tour. He's won on the Asian Tour. He's a worldwide winner. He can get it done. I like it at 100 to 1. Uh, and then this one might kind of surprise you, Pat, because I haven't said this dude's name in a long time. Oh. And he hasn't, he hasn't really been playing great. Um, this is kind of a gut play, I guess, really, because I don't think, let me, let me pull him up in my model. I don't think he's checking any boxes in the model. I mean, he's checking boxes, but he's not great. He's 57, no, sorry, 63rd in my model. But I, you know, I got a soft spot in my heart for this guy because we hit him. I hit him at 150 to one last year at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and it is Cam Davis at 100 to Ooh. one. I well, like. You talk about this guy all the time, but you, this it. It's been a while. It, yeah, because he hasn't been playing that great. Um, but the long languid Aussie, I talked about him a lot last year because he's so daggum good. Checking boxes on approach, you know, not not too shabby. Long term bent putting, pretty good. Um, around the green play is solid. You know, decent iron play, long iron player. But you talk about a big hitter. This is a little bit like the Cameron Young play. Big hitter that's going to probably have to dial it back on a few of these holes, um, but can use the length as advantage with a lot shorter clubs in on some of these longer holes, longer approach shots, uh, and finish third at the Heritage. So a lot like Cameron Young. So, um, I mean, that's a golf course where, for sure, some of these longer hitters do end up clubbing down. And they can still gain strokes off the tee doing so. I mean, he gained almost three strokes off the tee at the Heritage, likely clubbing down a good bit. Uh, but I, I like I like Cam Davis at 100 to one. It just feels like it, it's a little like Cam Champ to me. Like he's got he's got some win equity in him, and he can go stupid low and give you a top three finish for sure. Or he can just absolutely suck. So it's one or the other. Uh, so yeah, Brandon Wu, Lipsky, Davis, Naismith for me. Beautiful, Pat. Beautiful. I, I, you know, I left Lipsky and Naismith for you because I knew that you would like those. Thank so. you. Don't forget, don't, Lipsky crushed it at the Zurich too. Yeah, Lipsky carried I, him and Aaron Rye at the Zurich. So he's. I gotta say, I don't have a lot of bombs. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, before we get to the bombs, though, I know a lot of you folks have heard about crypto, right? Yeah, we've all heard of crypto, like Bitcoin. You might even already be buying Bitcoin, like like me and Pat. But did you know that you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account, which to me is a game changer. That's a game changer, especially now that I'm full-time DB. Yeah, I'm looking it, around it, for like, hey, how do, I do, how do I get into a retirement account now that I don't have an employee-funded 401k? Well, I'd almost rather take my retirement money savings and just put it into something like this than I would put it in our freaking stock market. Um, you can do that now in your retirement account with iTrust Capital. You can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. That is huge. That's freaking huge. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day, baby. Woo! You can roll over. You could be, t- you could be in the middle of the night sleeping. And then boom, you know, there's a, there's a trade. You just do a trade. Um, oh, thank you for that. Yeah, Easy McDeezy in the chat. He's our resident crypto expert. I don't know what money mouth face is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that thing he puts in the nut hut. That kind of weird, strange looking crypto thing, I think. Anyway, the iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future and quit letting the freaking government and Wall Street jack up the stock market and all your savings. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrust.capital slash tour junkies and start investing today. That's itrust.capital slash tour junkies. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. I'd love to see you do that next time, Pat. I'm so that's what I was literally just thinking. I was like, there, there's a reason DB did not ask me to do this this read because <laughs> I, I don't know if I could have done the end of that. Oh, you'll be you'll be doing it next time. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, being able to do crypto in a retirement tax sheltered account, yeah, give it to Daddy. All right, Pat, let's hit the bombs and then we'll button it up with our favorite plays, early leans, and push uh, price price picks plays. Uh, for me, the bombs. I'm tempted to go Lonto at 150 to one on DraftKings because it's Lonto. By the way, good week last week, great week last week mm-hmm. actually. Continue to hit the ball well off the tee. Continues to hit the ball well with his irons. 
all comes down to uh, you know around the greens for him. Uh, but I like Lonto one fifty to one on D- on DK. Okay, Austin Smotherman did not have the greatest week last week. Okay, he did not, and everybody was all talking him up. He still hit the ball fairly well. I think he struggled. If I remember correctly, I think he struggled around the greens a little bit, uh, which is okay. Whatever. He's two fifty to one on points bet. And this is a, you know, Corn Ferry Tour player or, or rookie on the PJ Tour, graduate from the Corn Ferry Tour. But now here's a little insider tip, Pat. Who was the guy last week, if you remember correctly on the show? Who was the guy last week that I think you said you liked, I think? And I was like, never getting him right. Never, it just, it never happens. I hate him. Or maybe I tweeted this. I can't ever get it right. And then he had a great week. Who was it? Do you know? And it probably was Patrick Rogers. Bingo. Patrick Rogers finished solo 10th. Do you know what was a little bit different for Patrick Rogers last week? Uh, I don't know. His approach play? I don't know. I didn't look at his stats. But uh. he had our boy <laughs> He had our boy Austin Goggert on the bag for him. Austin Goggert's gogs, we like to call him, fill in caddy for Patrick Rogers. Uh, Gogs is uh, on the market. He fired his player, which is pretty cool. I won't tell you who, but he he got he got out. He, I guess he didn't fire his player. He just said I'm out. And now he's doing a little shopping. So he's he was on Patrick Rogers' bag last week. And before the tournament, I'm messaging him, and he's like, Yeah, he saw my tweet about Rogers, and he's like, He'll he'll be good this week because I I'm gonna I'm gonna help him out. And sure enough, solo tenth, right? Well, guess whose bag he's on this week. The guy you just talked about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Smotherman, Smoth Daddy. You got Gogs yes. on Smoth Daddy's bag, that combo, baby. Mm, I like it. 250 to one, I'll take it. And then I'm going to get on a guy. I'm going to get back on a guy that I was on last week. He had a great first round. I think he shot like four or five under round one and then just completely crapped down his leg the last few holes on the back nine to miss the cut. Chase Seifert is 250 to 1 on DraftKings. If you really want uh, some long yeah, bombs. He killed me in some lineups. He killed me week. too. I like him. He killed me too, but I don't know. Like it, it is tough because the irons were bad, but they were only bad for like those five holes, right? It was those five holes. So if we believe that it was just a bad little stretch of holes, I mean, other than that, he checks a ton of boxes from a ball striking standpoint. And I don't know that he's going to win. It's probably more of a top 20 bet, but if you want to throw out a big bomb at 250-1, Chase Seifert is interesting. Okay. Well, I'll just say I got a couple here. Um, I do like Nate Lashley. You can get Nate Lashley at 150-1. to He's been playing really well lately. Yeah, he has. I mean, this is a guy that's a you know great iron player. Um, I think this is another course that's a good course fit for him. Um, you know, 150-1. to I mean that's that's a fantastic number. I mean he's had like what I think three of his last four events he's finished in the top thirty, um, with a couple top twenties in there. So I really like Nate Lashley there at one hundred and fifty to one, and I think JT Poston's still at two hundred to one. You know he's he's another guy. This is another good, good course fit for him. Um, very accurate off the tee, good on approach. So I think uh, great scrambler. So I think JT Poston uh, at two hundred to one. I like that as well. Okay, there you have it. Let's talk about the guys we think you need to bet early, you need to bet right now, probably going to get shorter, and just our favorite play for for the week so far. Presented to you by Covers. Winning starts at Covers. Go to Covers.com. We're over 20 million sports bettors annually. Go to get information, shop lines, read free articles, listen to free podcasts, all that stuff. Covers.com, where it's at. Presented to you by Covers.com. I think that uh, one of my first clicks is probably going to be Naismith at 100 to 1. Uh, I do think Brandon Wu at 100 to 1, who you mentioned, is going to probably get talked up a little bit. I could maybe see him getting to like 90 to 1. So I don't think it's going to drop like through the floor, but I could see that one getting a little shorter. So I like that. I, I think this little range in the mid in the mid tier, Straka at 65 to 1, I like that a lot. I could see that getting shorter. I think Cam Young for sure is probably shorter for a lot of people, unless you're watching live, is probably shorter already. But 41 to 1 on FanDuel for Cameron Young, that's going to get shorter. I think that's going to get bet down. Um, so I, I think Naismith, Straka, and Cam Young for me are the three that I would, I would really want to pull the trigger on right now if I could. 
All right. Well, I'll give you my favorites here. Um, big fan of Corey Connors this week. If you can get him around 20 to one, I think he's, um, th- this is just such a good and perfect course fit for his game. So I like Corey Connors. I'll give you Seamus Power at 40 to one. I know you weren't huge on him, but I, I, I think he is uh, another guy that's, that's primed for another win. So I like Seamus Power here. Um, we haven't seen him since the Masters. I'm not as concerned about that. And maybe that I, I think the number actually would be a little bit shorter if we had seen him since the Masters. Because yeah. I, I think he would continue the good play that he's had and he would be a little bit shorter. So forty to one Seamus Power. I I'm a I'm a fan there. Um and then I would say Brandon Wu at hundred to one is my other favorite bet there at uh at the longer shot. Still no top 20s as of now, as of when we're recording this Monday night. Normally, there are top 20s when we're doing this. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, but just if I were to speculate on who would be a couple of names, some let's talk long shots here in the top 20 market um, that, that I, I think would be interesting. The first one I want to talk about, if I can find him, is Brandon Matthews. Brandon Matthews is a Corn Ferry Tour player. He's getting a sponsor's exemption to play here. This dude absolutely mauls the golf ball. And I know this is not necessarily a bomber's course, but he's one of the longest hitters in professional golf anywhere, okay? He's, he's a Corn Ferry Tour winner, great guy. Um, he's a 250-1 to one outright on DraftKings. He's at 20-1 to one to top 10. I don't, you know, I don't know if, I'd do the top 10 number, but it'll be interesting to see what he comes out as a top 20. It'd be a long shot, but I, I think it's worth a look. I think uh, Lonto Griffin is probably going to be one I'd look at for a top 20. Um, and then the other, you know, some of the other names we mentioned, Naismith for sure. I, I'll, you know, he's a triple digit outright guy, so he's probably going to be a good value. We hit him at uh, the Heritage, I believe, top 20 at plus 550. Love that for whatever Naismith comes out at. So those are some, some names I would be on the lookout for at a top 20 as well. You got anybody else to add to that? Yeah, a couple for me. I mean, I definitely think, and, and they're probably going to be a little bit on the shorter end, but, you know, a guy like David Lipsky, who you talked about, who's had, you know, top tens at Corrales and the Mexican Open. You've got guys like, um, I mean, even Adam Long, who you, you're not a fan of, but you look at his, I mean, his last few events, he's finished T35, T12, and T15 in his last three events. So Adam Long could be another good top 20 candidate. Um, I think outside of that, um, you know, without really knowing any of uh, even, you know, you know, solid numbers on these guys, it's kind of hard. Nate Lashley would be the other one that I would say, whatever Nate Lashley's number might be on a top 20 would be, a, a, you know, could be around like three, four to one. Uh, I would take that. All right. Good stuff. That's the early leans, favorite bets, top 20s presented to you by covers.com. All right, Pat, we got the prize pick stuff to talk about, and we'll button this up. We had a great week on prize picks last week, buddy. Great yes. week. You hit two of three in the FGS, which was hilarious, by the way. Um, great job editing by our editor, Alex. Yes, and, amazing. And he, your, he's been doing a good job on the editing this year. Like, what or non-editing. Problem? What's your problem? <laughs> like, you've been doing the video forever, and you just you get, you get all tongue-tied, and you don't know where you're at, and you forget to say stuff, and you start over a bunch. Like, are you... Well, are you okay? Have you been? Do you need to be tested for like a stroke or something? No, I think I'm good. I don't know. It's just been a tough year with it for some reason. I mean, it's making for great content. I, well, I let me just say this. Actually, Alex is not editing out things like he used to, so it makes <laughs> me look worse, but funnier. <laughs> oh, so it's been it's been this way for years. It's just now. We're yeah, it's just Alex okay. is not editing things. Okay. Well, like I appreciate that. To. I really appreciate that. Uh, listen, if you're not watching FGS every week, even if prize picks is not in your state and you can't legally do prize picks, like you should watch it for the entertainment value. It's like 10 minutes max. Pat's, it's hilarious. Um, by the way, if you've not signed up for prize picks already, please do so. Go check out prize picks. It's the hottest thing in the, uh, in the streets. And it's in New York now, apparently, which is great news. They're legal in like 30 something states, I think. Uh, if you go to prize picks and sign up, use promo code TJ and you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100 to get you started. We are cleaning house in price picks in the Nut Hut. People, I cannot stress it enough. In the Nut Hut, okay, we have a price picks channel in the Discord server, price picks channel. It has run rampant in the Nut Hut, winning has. And now there are, there are, there are becoming 
touts of certain sports within that prize picks thread that you just tail blindly and then win money. Kyle works. Kyle Sinehy, longtime Tour Junkies listener, great dude. Just got married. Congratulations, by the way, Kyle. Uh, I think he got. I think he may have gotten married in his old Tour Junkies hat. I swear. I swear the guy I, never I, takes it I off. I think I saw that in a picture. Yeah, which was great. I, never takes it off. Anyway, he is a disc golf. Like, brilliant person. I don't understand. I didn't even know that was a thing. Where do you even watch disc golf or know that this? <laughs> he like, must be on. Because, like, you can't do the eye test with disc golf because you can't see it anywhere. So you just have to, like, really know some stuff. It's unbelievable. But he literally just cleans house in disc golf. Uh, we got Major League Baseball experts in there that you just tail, NBA experts in there. Um, Nita's in there giving her NBA play. By the way, Nita just won 10K in uh, baseball from helping out, you know, helping out in the nut hut. That's good karma for her, too. She does so much. And then, you know, the golf plays have been awesome. AC's plays, golf plays have been stacked. We got people doing LOL stuff and the gaming stuff in there. I don't even know what that is, but that's happening. All I know is I'm just seeing a bunch of screenshots with people winning a bunch of freaking money on prize picks. You can win up to like 11 or 12X your money on prize picks. You got to check it out. But uh, last week, I gave you the free play in the heavy petting email. You won 5X right off the bat on Thursday. You're welcome. Th- first day, Thursday, 5X, boom. Um, but this week, it's going to be different this week, Pat. I don't – with the weather situation looking the way it is, first of all, it looks like there's a chance of rain like almost every day this week. But Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday look like a for sure rain is going to be in, in the picture. But then I saw Thursday, the wind. It looks like Thursday morning, you're going to have some pretty windy conditions for the morning wave and then slowing down drastically in the afternoon, which is usually opposite world uh, of how that happens. So I'm a little hesitant to do some prize picks plays right now or lock them in right now. But there were two that I feel like I probably wouldn't change on regardless of wave. The first one, and they're both the, the, on the holes, the prop holes. So number 14, which is the par four, this is the drivable par four. It's like 300 tipped out. I think it's like 280 to the front edge. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick under three and a half. There's only four players on offer right now on prize picks for that. I like Fitzpatrick the most out of the bunch. Under three and a half, so banking on a birdie there on the short par four. Um, number 14, I'll take that one. And then I'm, uh, I'm bearish on Terrell Hatton as a whole. And so on number 10, which is one of the, one of the par fives, you know, tips out at like 590. It's not the super long 600 yarder, but it's still pretty freaking long. Terrell Hatton off the tee game has been awful. Absolutely awful. I don't see him getting here in two for sure. And I don't see him hitting it close enough to get the birdie. His over-unders at four and a half. So you're banking on him making a birdie or bogey or a par. Um, so I'm going to take the over on the four and a half for Terrell Hatton. And that's it for me. Okay. Well, I am, I don't mind both of those plays. I'm going to give you my one play that is not going to be in the FGS. And, uh, that's going to be on the over on scoring for Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Did you say that? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> did he say it? If he said it in the chat, let us know. <laughs> I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Um, it's 67 and a half. Now, I know this is a par 70, um, but Rory is typically just slow starter. He is a slow starter. And I just, I don't see him. Uh, Plus, you know, if he's I in think, the morning wave. You, you yeah, I could really see him maybe that. having a 68. Okay. But it doesn't matter. That's, that's still going to hit the over. So I like the over there for Rory, which is set at 67 and a half. The move is probably going to be to pay very close attention in the morning when tee times are released and then head over to prize picks and possibly check the weather one last time uh, because right now it looks like quite blustery in the morning and then almost coming to a dead stop in the afternoon. So something to look at, pay attention to. Um, but those are your prize picks bets. And that's our show for the week. Thanks for checking it out. We're going to go do the DFS show. Check out all the fresh content coming out on YouTube. We also have a ton of new content on the website, blog content that's all free. We've got, uh, now we've got a chalk, like a chalk report article that came out already on Monday, looking back at the week ahead, talking about chalk that hit, chalk that didn't. What did the high stakes players do and what did the low stakes players do? Things you can learn about game theory and strategy if you're playing GPPs on DraftKings. That article's been great. 
we've got a ton of new you know, blog content coming out every single week. So if you've not been on the tourjunkies.com blog page in a while, go check that out. And obviously a lot of new YouTube content as well. So that's it for us. We hope you have a wonderful week. Bend over. Yo, bucket. See ya. Oh!